Welcome to another episode of the The Real Real Podcast. That's gonna be it. Let's convene. First things first, I want everybody to give yourself a round of applause. Come on, let's keep it going. One more time, one more time. A round of applause to everybody that is listening to this podcast, listening to this episode. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. I don't know if I said it already because of my mind is just all over the place with this episode, but good morning again. Whenever you're wherever you are, where whenever you're listening to this, salute to you, greetings to you and yours. Um my name again as usual is I am your host and my name is Cass Ty. And this is the The Real Real Podcast, where we are real people having real conversations about real things. Now, before we go further, first thing we want to do is we want to send a big, big shout out to Men's Viewpoint. Um, They're always a constant inspiration in the community, um, especially dealing with uh, men's issues, men's talking points, you know, dealing with men on mental health, men in relationships, men on sports, uh, just the male viewpoint of the world. And most above all, yes, they're holding men accountable. You know, we can't change what has been done in the past, but we can arrest, we can erect a standard at this point in this day and time um, that will be able to help all of us move forward as men. Be men of integrity, men of character, um, and, and 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 sober thinking men, men that are in control, men that are stoic, men that are true leaders. So we definitely want to shout out Men's Viewpoint. Make sure you check them out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and I believe the two main uh, hosts of the Men's Viewpoint platform, Blue, uh otherwise known as Traylon Curry, definitely hit him up, um, check him out, support their platform. They've got a lot of really good conversations. Um, you know, every once in a while, I like to get on there myself. Um, and I, I, it's just a great, great platform, great platform to be a part of. We're going to give a warm round of applause to Men's Viewpoint. The next thing I need y'all to do for me is I need and and shout out to poor man's podcast. He's the one who coined this phrase. We're just boring it. We need the HBO special over here. We need you to help a brother out. Yes, something simple. We don't need money, but we need the HBO special help a brother out. So the first thing I'm going to need you to do is go to Instagram, follow us, likes, you know, if you want to do any collaborations, definitely message us. Second thing, Twitter, follow us. We'll definitely follow you back. TikTok, follow us. We'll definitely follow you back. Like and subscribe on all those platforms. And we are under the name at the real real underscore SCE. That is at 
D-A-R-E-A-L-R-E-E-L underscore S-C-E on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Find us. Hit us up. If you have any comments, questions, critiques, concerns, well, anytime you're listening to any of our episodes, if there's something that you want us to tackle, if you want to send us something and get our viewpoint on it, definitely hit us up at derealreal.sce at gmail.com. That is D-A-R-E-A-L-R-E-E-L dot S-C-E at gmail.com. We definitely appreciate all of the input, all of the feedback, all of the critiques, criticisms, concerns. We welcome it all. Um, and second of all, or last of all, before we get in today's uh, topic that we're about to go over, uh, let us know how you feel about the song change. We'll play it one more time for you. And it's kind of a long track. I know. But... um we had to make a change because we felt like obviously the first track didn't really represent uh, the feel and the vibe of the platform. Um, so we wanted to go with something a little new, maybe something a little edgy. We bursting on the scene. So we trying to do a couple different things, maybe have a, diff- a couple different intro songs for different points of the year. So what do you guys think about it? Yeah. You feel me? Let us know. Hit us up um, in the comment section. Hit us up by email. Let us know what you think of the new song, the new platform. And again, before we get into today's topic, everybody give yourself a warm round of applause. Much needed round of applause. Now, with that said, we're going to get into, um, you know, today's topic um and you know it's it's this is a bonus episode so this request is coming directly to us from facebook one of our friends and supporters of the platform and supporters of um you know myself being you know having the chance to jump on other platforms and be a panelist from time to time uh definitely appreciate it like i said men's viewpoint has definitely helped uh myself and other people uh, be able to, you know, hone our craft, be able to have open conversations and, you know, in, in, in good senses of the form, not over talk people when they're talking. So this this post comes to us. Uh, it, this was Monday. Um, we were supposed to get to it earlier this week, um, but it's been a really hectic week with a lot of meetings. So we're going to get into this. We were sent an article about a 17 year old ma- uh, boy who finds out that he's becoming a father and um you know was really was really emotional about it dealt with some really big mental conflicts about it and um at one point uh was choosing self deletion over kind of facing this um so we're going to dive into that article a little bit and then we well you know what I'll tell you guys what the topic is so the question that came to us is should boys slash men be able to opt out of being a father. The question that we're going to be exploring today coming to us from Facebook is should boys and men be able to opt out of being a father? I'm going to pull up the article for you guys. I'm going to read it. 
This is this was being covered by Fox 13 Memphis Sports or their channel, I should say, Fox 13 out of Memphis. And with that, I will read um, if you want to see the article. It's not really much body to it, but Fox 13 Memphis dot com will uh, bring up this article for you. It was covered back on February 6th, 2023 at 3.02 p.m. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Recent intervention from a Memphis police department officer and an individual in dire distress has come to represent a ray of light in the Bluff City where recent community tragedies involving law enforcement and crime have created collective anguish and controversy. An MPD patrol officer responded on February 2nd to an an identified person standing alone at the edge of the Hernando de Soto bridge overlooking the Mississippi river. After dialogue, MPD officer Shaw learned that the individual was a 17-year-old contemplating, uh, we're not going to say it, but self-deletion due to confronting the personal stress of recently becoming a new father. Over over a 15-minute conversation, Shaw was able to persuade the teenager to walk away from the bridge's edge to safety by providing encouragement. Shaw later said her words of hope struck an accord with the boy, sympathizing with his worries because she, too, is a parent. And uh, this is well known and well depicted by a photo of the two hugging has become popular Uh, A popular view on social media. Shaw told the boy that things will get better. And I think to that officer out of the Memphis Police Department, let's give her. All I can tell y'all is. Let's give her a round of applause. Yes, yes. That's what we need, officers in the community, um, regardless of their color, regardless of their gender. We need them in the community being able to de-escalate situations, no matter what, how far to the left or to the right it is, uh, with proper tactics, with proper analyzation. And I think this officer could have done many things um, in that situation. Um, obviously, the best thing is negotiation and, re- and reasoning between yourself to another person. Um, and you know, to the everyday people that are not police officers, not, uh, first public responders, um, shout out to you for being a friend, for having your phone line, your email, your social media devices open to being able to receive messages, um, from people both near and far, you know, your friends, anybody that is, is, is actively making sure that they are a safe place for those who want to commit um, self-deletion or just feel like they have nobody to go to. You are the real MVP and we, the real, real, give you your flowers. So there's a lot to unpack here and we don't want to drag the situation out. Um, this, uh, we, I definitely believe that there, there, there might, there's going to need to be a part two to this conversation. Because the question in itself, should men 
or boys be able to opt out of being a father. Um, and just on the, 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 this, just looking at the question and taking it at face value, can a mother or a woman be able to opt out of parental responsibilities? Yes. Um, so likewise, a male gender baby, a male gendered man, um, cisgendered, just to be politically correct, male or female, cisgendered, heterosexual individuals, either party, male or female, should be able to opt out of parenthood if they so choose. Now, with that situation, um, you know, obviously we have to kind of go back and reverse into 2022 during the summer. Um, and CTV News um, covered it uh dare I say quite extensively um, about, you know, the whole Roe versus Wade turnout. And, you know, to those that are, are Christian um, or are in the faith of the, the Christian umbrella. Um, a lot of people from different circles that I heard were, you know, on one hand, they were ecstatic, ecstatic, ecstatic about it. They were, they were happy about it um, because, um, it, 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 it drives the narrative that we're not just going to kill babies, um, or take a life, um, uh, based on that, we, you know, as much as the woman houses and her body changes to help give life, uh, the ultimate viewpoint is that, you know, you don't ultimately breathe the breath of life into a physical, uh, protoplasmic being. Um, so, you can't take life or it shouldn't be up to you to take life. If you were willing to do the action of helping to create life, seed to egg, egg to seed, then you should be willing to see the child come forth. Um, what Roe versus Wade really did was not that it, it just, it's not so much on the out on the impact of banning abortions, but it's saying rather than, women having all the maternal rights to either bring a baby to term or kill a baby before term, we'll say delete. Um, now, nobody, male or female, has the right to choose and the government will ban it. And, you know, there's different options for if you do not want to be responsible for this being post-delivery. With that said, um, the question has come up more in, you know, within the last couple of years, it was say, especially during the pandemic, you know, when you shut down outside interaction, a lot of things come up. And this is one thing that I found came up increasingly on different podcasts, both live and audio uh, alone. Um, you know, Kevin Samuels, God rest his soul, rest in power. He talked about it. Uh, fresh and fit from more of a modern day dating scene. They have talked about it. Um, Abba and Preach have talked about it. Poor Man's Podcast has talked about it. The roommates have talked about it. Um, Men's Viewpoint has talked about it. Um, somebody that we will definitely be sending a shout out to, uh, not to miss them, but Jay Blues of Dad's Talk, of Dad talks um or dad talk with jay blues 
Um, his platform talks about it. Now here we are to real, real. We're talking about it. And so many other platforms have talked about it. Eight at the table, the daily wrap up crew. Um, they explore it every once in a while. Um, and here we are talking about it now. Um, Roe versus Wade dates back to 1973. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court overturning um, Roe v. Wade in decision um, paves the way uh, for about half of the 50 states to ban or heavily restrict women's access to abortions. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that they can't do it. It just means that now the government will may be the ultimate decider on whether or not um, an individual, male or female, can terminate a fetus uh, prior to, obviously, full-term or third-trimester delivery. What I would say to this is, and looking at this question is, is you have to look at the ramifications on it. Obviously, more times we see in this world that men don't opt out of being a father the legal way. Um, They're leaving a broken home uh, with women who have also made a decision to be intimate with a gentleman that they cannot guarantee will even be in the picture should this situation arise. We're not talking about two people who are in love. We're not talking about people who are dating. We're not talking about people who really cared about, you know, one another. We're talking about people who, you know, they're just deciding to hook up. It was a one night stand. It was, you know, drunk sex after the club. It was, you know, I decided to step out and maybe I was dating this person and we've been dating for three, three months, but you know, we've been obviously sexually active. Now here's a child. What do we do about this? Um, I think, you know, the only thing you can do is ask questions, right? And, you know, and sometimes people will say hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, you know, had I known this before, I would have done differently. I would have done better, but I think, on one hand, men have to start asking certain questions prior to having sex. And, and, and yeah, you might say, okay, well, you, you know, when you're about to get down, you're not going to sit there and stop and say, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, are we going to really look at um, each other and, and, and are we going to sit down and hold this down and say, okay, wait, before we get to the business, um, if you get pregnant, are we keeping it or not? Obviously, people are not going to do that because it's going to kill the whole vibe. However, what I'm saying is, I think it'd be in every man's cis, heterosexual, cisgendered male. I think it's in every man's best interest that before you get to the night of drunken sex, one night stand, like you finally get in it, have that conversation because if you can't have that conversation without getting awkward or without getting angry or without getting an angry response, then you know all you need to know. And fortunately and unfortunately, or I, we should just say in general, every man needs to ask any woman this question. Yo, like if we get down and you get pregnant, like what do you expect? What's in your mind? You know, and this this bleeds over into so many things because uh, you know, one narrative that I've seen pop up from the female community or the, uh, the, the, you know, from ladies is that, 
okay, well, there was no transparency, right? He led me on. He didn't, he didn't tell me the truth of what this really was. Had I known three months ago that he was just wanted to hit it, then uh, I wouldn't be in this situation. And, you know, for, for all respect due, we can say, yeah, you're probably right, right? You know, had somebody told you from the jump that they just wanted to smash, you know, you probably wouldn't be in that situation. However, right, I will go on to say, and this is not an opinion that's popular or endorsed by the masses. This is just my own finite brain um, thinking about, you know, the pros and cons. Uh, respectfully speaking, to ask that question or to be straight up, either women of two would do two things. All women would end up, and this is kind of a crude way to say it, but it is what it is. Either A, you guys would be virgins, or B, you'd probably want to be end up being becoming lesbians because you're just like, okay, there's no point in interacting with a man because he just wants to have sex and you know it's could lead to this and you know at least with a woman you get you know a healthy intimate exchange without any of those risks whatever it is at the end of the day i look at this and say men should make sure all of our cards are on the table when it comes to this whole aspect of being intimacy it being intimate at the end of the day there's nothing that holds us back from doing it Okay, yeah, you, you know, like, and, and, and to paint the situation, and people can say, be like, Cass, what are you talking about? Okay, I'm saying this. Okay, everybody's feeling each other. Yo, you know what he's saying tonight? Okay, you know, before we get there, before we, you know what I mean? Tonight comes, you know, it's the afternoon or it's the morning or it's, you know what I mean? Three days from now, you know, before this situation hits off, you know, serious question, serious, you know, serious conversation. You know, what is your outlook on you getting pregnant? What if you were to possibly get pregnant by me, by me? Are you expecting me to, you know, rope in and, you know, be a family with you and raise this child? Um, or are you of a pro-choice mindset? Um, you know, oh, it sounds like you, you really just don't want to, you know, you don't want to have a child. Okay, well, you know, to tell the truth, yeah, I don't want to have a child. I don't mind having sex. I understand that I probably should use protection, but I ain't interested in, in being nobody's daddy right now. And I'm not definitely not interested in being nobody's husband. Okay. Well then you're not the person for me. All right, cool. Out. Now, the reason why I'm saying that from a man's perspective is because simply this, if I'm not somewhere or I did not do something to contribute to you getting pregnant, if I've put all barriers necessary and you can't get through certain questions, okay, then I know if I still go forward with you, then I'm taking a risk. That's on me. You get pre- you already told me that, okay, you know, you're either not getting rid of the child or you would get rid of the child because you didn't have any intentions on, you know, being a mother before a certain time. Completely fine. Choice is up to yours. However, if a man comes to you and says, no, I do not I will not be with you to raise this child. I will not be a father. I will not be a financial support. I will not be an emotional support. Like I'm, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not being a stepdaddy. I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm being a part-time dad. I'm just not going to be there, period. If a man says that straight up, and if men 
were to say that straight up, number one, I think women would be literally, I, I really do believe women would just be scared to date. Um, or you would just see uh, a, a situation day and time where a lot of them are just getting their tubes, their tubes tied and they get, they, they work as hard as they can and get enough money to have a surrogate um, mother raise their child. Um, and, you know, take obviously it, fertile, house the egg, have it fertilized, all that stuff that, that, but ultimately, like, I think it comes down to just accountability and, um, accountability for men. Um, the only way a man can be able to opt out of, out of anything is for him to be able to see situations and layers of situations of far, afar off and be able to make the, the, the adjustments now to, to thwart or to stave off those negative situations. Cause I'll be honest, like I haven't been a baby father, but I know I've had friends who are baby fathers and like their life ain't happy with a baby moms, whether they're, whether they're quote unquote ratchet or ghetto or not, whether they're hood or not. Like, it's just like, I've seen my own mother. She's a single mother. Like I've seen it. Like it's not nothing pleasant to be around, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like my first question for this is like, what are the conditions of this? And when I say conditions, you know, what, what circumstances are we having this conversation? Like, again, like I said, you got to ask questions. You can't just be going out there laying with every woman. And this is why, like, especially the ones who get knocked up by these celebrities, like, no offense, I don't feel sorry for them because, you know, regardless of what the man says to you, if you're coming to a man that has seven kids by six different women, I think the proof is in the pudding that he has no intention of getting married he has, he is who he is and he's living his life. Now, does that mean he's a deadbeat father? He's not taking care of his kids? Nah, right? It doesn't mean that. However, it also doesn't guarantee you that you're going to be able to want to change him. And that's the next thing. Why I say, that you know, what are these conditions? Women have to recondition their mind to stop thinking that you can change a man. You cannot change a man that does not want to change for himself. There's nothing about you God created to change a man. It's just not going to happen. Like, like you guys want help with men? I go this and breed. Yeah. Like, like you sitting there laying down with guys who, you know, I don't want to say are at the bottom of the bottom, but like, you know, they're not going to sit there and be those. They're not going to be the man you want. And the thing is, is we other guys who sit on the sidelines, we see this. But then at the end of the day, you get with him, he gets pregnant, and then oh, this is all we hear. Help me. Help me. Yeah, like we were trying to help you when we, you, you thought we were just caught blocking or we were hating. No, we weren't hating. We were trying to tell you that, like, hey, this might not be a good situation for you. You know what I mean? But no, you were like, no, okay, step off. You know, I know what I'm doing. So I was like, all right, do what you're doing. Like, I've said what I had to say already. I am not, I'm not going any further into conversation about this. Right. And this brings us to the next question. What are the consequences of this? What are the consequences of deciding to lay with people that you can't have an open and honest, transparent conversation to say, you know what? At the end of the day, like, I don't mind being intimate with you. I don't mind being sexual with you. I don't mind dating you. I don't even mind seeing where this is going to go. But I do mind having a child with you 
that I'm not prepared for. I'm not prepared to marry you. I'm not prepared to commit to you. I'm definitely not prepared to commit to no child. So I'm not doing that. The other side of those consequences is, well, okay, she hears this and says, well, I'm going to keep the baby anyways. All right. Now, me personally, I think at that point, you need to get lawyers involved right away, get everything documented on paper. Like, okay, if you're, if you hear that from her, yo, force the issue. Okay. Mom, on the day of birth, we need blood tests done. Second thing, we're going to put it in the documentation at as of date and date and date, backdated as of date and date and time, I have renounced all rights to parental obligations for such and such child that will be born on such and such set of time through the following two parties, my name, your name, blah, 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 witnesses, whether they're family or lawyers, whatever it is, and get it documented from time. The minute somebody tells you that they're pregnant for you, you're better off doing that. And to be honest, if you've already gone out of your way to say, hey, if we're doing what we do on this uh, and you get pregnant, like I'm not there. Yo, get it on recording and, and, and even from recording, get it to literally being legally documented because that's what this all comes down to, especially for for guys, brothers. And when I say brothers, I'm not just talking about black guys. I'm talking about all men everywhere across the world. Get it documented. You say you don't you like, yeah, like, yo, we'll spend money on Jordans. We'll spend money on whatever we want to do to ourselves to look good, gym memberships, whatever. But we don't spend the money that's necessary to protect us and build ourselves up as individual men. Because here's the thing. If you're if you're skeet skeeting out there and you're handling your business, you're taking care of business, you're in your your all your plans and your your endeavors are in order. Then, yeah, you're going to be able to go on and do what you want to do. And live your life and not have that ramification. And then for the women, at least you know who you're dealing with. A lot of times you see guys sitting there talking about, help me, help me. Okay, so here's some help. Start asking questions. You may not want to hear it, but like, yeah, you got to slow, you know, that burning down. You're with, I don't care if it's whether you're a sexual person and you can't go two minutes without sex or, you know what I mean, whatever it is, you've been abstinent for days, months, weeks, years, whatever it is. Before you get to the next opportunity, you literally need to sit there and say, yo, like if I was to get boopsed up by you, if I was to get preg- prego by you, like what what is that going to look like are you going to be there are you not going to be there are you going to try to work it out with me are we are we going to just get together like what are we trying to do and you got to be honest with yourself if you know that you guys just been side chicken it he's your sneaky link you're his side chick then no offense i feel like that answer is already made for you both of you guys is putting yourselves in loser situations you're just doing it like natural people do it okay but like you don't need to ask that question at that point. I still have the conversation to make sure everybody's on the same page, right? Because I guess there's men out there that literally like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll take the baby. Don't worry if you don't if you want to skeet off and do your own thing. That's okay. Blah blah blah. But whatever. I'll you I'll raise a kid by myself. I don't know if there's men out there that like that. I'm not gonna assume that there's not. But I'm also not gonna assume that there is because I haven't personally come across too many of them. I think I've maybe come across one or two in my lifetime. So I'm not the greatest example of that. I probably need more people to comment. Matter of fact, yes, email us or hit us up on our social media accounts. If you know somebody that told the woman she does not need to be responsible in a 
financial or emotional support way for this child. And the man said, hey, I want to keep the baby and you are not responsible at all. I don't need you to visit. I don't need you to give money. I will keep the child because I do not believe in deleting a fetus. I want the baby, whatever, whatever. Let us know if that has happened because my my mind literally goes to the next question. I'm like, so, okay, she's going to have that baby, bring it to term and deliver it and then just leave out the hospital once she's healed up. Okay, like I would find that kind of weird, but you know what I mean? This world is weird enough, so who's to say what we're going to see? Um, I would say, I would say the next question I would want to ask is what should men and women consider before making this request so going back to the original question should men be a and boys be able to opt out of um being a father because here you have the 17 year old boy he he's probably just experiencing sex for the first time he doesn't know the ins and outs and you know what the feeling and the pull out game and all that stuff and yeah i mean probably got a cheap condom let's even say that let's give him the benefit of the doubt to say that he at least tried to wrap it up right Clearly, as, as, as it states in the article, he clearly has had the child and the child's been alive for, I mean, this is, this is, we're in 2023 now. So, um, well, this is what, what is this? February 9th. So literally this happened six days ago. So let's say the child's been alive for at least a couple months now. So he has to wake up in bottle feeding, changing the baby, crying, not understanding about colic and all this stuff and all these different changes that go on with babies, how to get them on a reschedule, how to get them in routine. She's probably not really understanding how the baby has to latch onto her nipple. Does they need to get a certain aspect of their tongue cut because it's getting in the way of the baby latching? Um, you know, are there any birth defects that are not recognizable to the naked human eye? All these things, right? What, like, these are the things that one should, I, I'll be honest, some of the things that they should, whether man or woman, should be considering before making this request. Like, with this gentleman, you know, I'm not going to villainize him because he's 17, he hasn't experienced anything in life. I guarantee this guy probably either lives in his mom's basement or grandma's basement or auntie's. Like he lives with some type of family member. 17. I don't know many 17 year olds that are just able to, you know, they have a kid and they're able to just, okay, me and this lady are going to be together and blah, blah, blah. We're going to go to the house. Like it's nothing like that, right? Most cases are not like that. Um, even if there's family support, most cases are still not like that. So, what are the things that men and women should consider before making this request? Well, the first thing and the only thing I can really point to is what is your heart and your mind? What stage and where are they going to be at in five years down the road, right? Or three years down the road or a year down the road, right? You know, you turn around, everybody's having kids, you know, everybody's, you know, moving on, having a family. Now it comes back to your mind about that kid that you said you didn't want. Now you show up, you track down the kid, you know where they're living at. Oh, you know, I want to be in your life again. Are you interrupting that life? Are you bringing that child now pain, mental anguish by reappearing based on a decision you made years, months, days before they, the child was born? Now the child is anywhere from whether it's a year old to five years old, three months old, and now they have to acclimatize themselves to you after you already decided 
not to be there. Whether you're man or woman, you're expecting a child to do that. And we all know how children react to um, people that they just don't know. It doesn't mean that you're not friendly or you got a bad energy or you got evil spirits rolling with you. No, it's none of that. But you're just expecting somebody who first has to acclimatize to its caregivers it sees and is going to interact with every day whether if by heartbeat or some emotional bond the child is able to recognize that hey you're not my birth parent but ultimately usually when these children are born they take time to you know acclimatize to the people that are around them even the birth parents and that I've seen, you know, from women is very frustrating where it seems like, you know, they, they just, you know, mothers who have new children or newborn babies. Oh, you know, he just won't stop crying or she won't stop crying and he's up all night and he's always feeding and he's always complaining and I don't understand. And I went through this with both my daughter and my son. You know, I, I'm thinking at my wife, you know, being a champ at this, she's, you know, three kids. She'll she'll know, you know, what to do and how to how to maneuver. And she was like, no, like once the other kid hit like five, like I didn't remember nothing about this because I didn't have to, I didn't count on having to go back to it. So what I say, I'm saying all that to say this is that you cannot account for what your emotional or mental state is going to be like months, days, minutes, years down the road when life changes. That's the next thing you got to account for. Can I make this decision to not be in this child's life? Years in advance when my emotions or my mindset may change. That's just something we want to throw out there. I'd say the next thing that we want to throw out there to men and women in general, but specifically men, learn the family laws. Now, I'm I'm going to admit this. I very quickly for this episode was like, all right, let me go into some research. Let me find out some different things. about family law, men giving up their rights, or in general, any parent giving up their rights, divorce, and all that. And, I mean, for Canada, I was able to find a 402-page document. I made it to page 31. And what I will say is that every young man, and this is the whole, this is one of our main focal points on this platform, right? Young Men between the ages of 13, the minute you hit the teens, so 13 and up, educate yourselves on how your provincial country or if you're in the States, your state law works. Learn how your laws work. Learn how money works. Learn how family law works. Criminal law, um, criminal law, business law, family law. Those are three things that I would say concerning the law you definitely want to find out about because they impact us the most. Yeah, it's a lot of reading. Yeah, it's probably going to be a lot of time, but prevention is better than cure. Um, Again, everybody, and I will definitely have to do a part two to this um, because we might have to go live. We might share that conversation with a couple of people on Facebook on men's viewpoint. We'll definitely keep everybody up to date, but this was just kind of an introduction to this episode. Um, yeah, we're probably going to do a part two to this. Um, but yeah, men have to find out about these laws because the only way to protect yourself, the only way to rationally answer this question of should boys and men be able to opt out of being a father? Well, what are you opting out of, right? 
we know you're opting out of being a father, but it, it, it for for boys it goes deeper than that. When you opt out of being a father, you opt out of you opt into allowing another generation of absentee fathers. Now, whether you said it from the beginning or you said it at the end and you, or you got frustrated and you're like, you know what, I can't deal with this woman. I'm done with these kids. I'm out. I'm not I'm not coming back. At the end of the day, you we as men have to let our yeas be yea and our nay be nay. It's uh, and I'm not talking from a place of quote unquote perfection. All I'm saying is that we need to get to a place where women can trust what we say based on how we live and what we say we're going to do. And I think that is the first aspect in answering this question because from my experience and that is being a man once we put down rules and standards for our life based on interactions as people do think do two one of two things they either ride because they can move along with your standards and your and your and your you know your standards for your life and your standards of interaction or they bounce and i think that's what men really have to do there's women out there that literally will say, hey, like, yo, if it was to pop off, okay, you know, to, yo, to, uh, tomorrow morning, plan B. Or I'm birth control. Or should all that fail and, you know, condoms fail? Okay. We'll, we'll do cell, we'll do deletion. Or I don't believe in deletion, but we'll give it up for adoption. And I'll sign away my rights and you sign away your rights. Right. Those are conversations that are, are going to be had. So should men and boys be able to opt out of being a father? I think that here's the fact we already can. We already can. So by by definition of the fact that we can, because it's a choice that you're making, I have to say yes. But I think there needs to be rules, structures and standards by men put in place in every area of our life that requires a social interaction that could cause us to be in in, in encompassed by a situation that may not be favorable because being a parent is not always favorable. It's a, it's a call of duty. It's a call of sacrifice. And if you can't make the duty and you can't make the sacrifice, then you have to make some choices. And sometimes making those choices is at first admitting that you are not the person qualified to be able to raise this child. Should deletion be the next immediate go-to? Some people will say yes, be pro-choice. Some people will say no, preserve life. What I'm saying and what this platform is saying is that the more questions you ask, the earlier you ask in your interactions, it can definitely prevent you from having to feel such pressure that would push you to self-deletion. And one of the questions that I kind of had is just like, you know, where's this young boy's parents or, you know, what kind of impact did his, his home life have in him feeling like this? Um, because absentee fathers beget absentee fathers. So what we have to do is train young men to start asking questions just because, you know, I mean, you might be the man on the block and the girls just want to fling everything at you. OK, great. You want to fling it at me? OK, well, you, like you got to go through you got to go through customs before you come into this country like I'm a whole country. You know what I mean? And we could sit here for days and days and say, well, women need to be more accountable and they need to do this and they need to do that. I'm not here to focus on what women need to do or what women should do, because at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do. 
what the only thing I can say to men is here's what we should do. We should first protect ourselves by knowing these laws, family, business, criminal. And then from there, we need to be able to ask the questions to people that we're interacting with to say, hey, honey, if you was to get pregnant, like, what do you expect? Because this is exactly where my mind is at right now. And this is where my focus is at right now. I'm just trying to have fun with you. I'm not trying to create a family. Some people will say if you're not trying to create a family, keep it wrapped up in your pants. But that goes two ways because Johnny can keep it in his pants, but Tyrone doesn't have to. Just like Shelly could keep it in her pants and keep her her legs closed, but Donna doesn't have to. So we need to start having real conversations that would make people even say, hey, yo, if, if this killed your mood and killed your vibe and you don't want to get down with me, all right, cool, whatever. But I'm not going to walk into a situation where I'm going to be held to the proverbial um, gauntlet or gallows. And you know what I mean? I could have spoke up from before time so we knew how to protect ourselves. In conclusion, and I'm going to end it here. Absentee fathers beget absentee fathers. We need to ask questions and we need to have standards and structures for our life that it may not be for everybody, but just lets us know that we're protecting our lives and the best interests of said life. As such, we come to a close. This is a very quick episode. We're definitely going to get into a part two and there's going to be a live. We just got to try and arrange all those out. So until then, we want to thank you all for being a part of what we are trying to do here on the Dereal Real Podcast. Thank you so much for staying towards till the end. Peace in the T-Dot streets and in the rest of the world. Follow us, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at DerealReal underscore S-C-E. Again, that is D-A-R-E-A-L-R-E-E-L underscore S-C-E. Follow us. Y'all have a good night. Be kind to yourselves and everybody else. There's gonna be...